One sec. Man, going to Ireland and Scotland would be fun. Yeah, fly out tomorrow. Actually, well, not right now. They're all dealing with. Well, I guess they're not dealing with the Queen stuff. But yeah, stay out of London. Oh, and they all went that. to the right country. <laughs> they they <laughs> they're celebrating in a different type of way. <laughs> I think that would be so fun. Speaking of that, that that's probably one of my favorite. Uh, favorite ISU signs ever is I forget the exact wording but it's something like if you get divorced in West Virginia are you still brother and sister oh yeah. probably, probably one of my favorite signs that that was from that night game that everybody remembers so well isn't it no 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 that's from that's from like 2012 it's like a bat it's from a basketball game Really? Maybe not 2012. It's maybe 2013, 2014. Yeah, it's 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 way back then. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's from a basketball game. No, there's not too many excuses that I'll give people for missing Iowa State football games. But my brother-in-law and his wife they got married during COVID, and they mm. had a destination wedding slash honeymoon lined up to go to Hawaii and it got shit canned. And so they needed to use their airline credits and stuff. And so they're parlaying that into Ireland, Scotland. This here. is your brother-in-law, not your brother. I said brother-in-law, didn't you I? You said brother and sister-in-law. Oh, well, you know what I mean. Yeah. At any rate, we're related. Yeah. <laughs> and so, yeah, sometimes that would be a lot of fun. I'm not doing think, it during Iowa State football, but I don't have yeah. I don't have expiring airline credits on the line either. <laughs> if, if you could pick a week, to, this week's a week. I mean, it all comes from circle. They'll actually be out for like, the regular game too, because they're going. All right, that's that's a totally different story, but well. Man. The 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 uh, the Ohio the Ohio game or whichever like third game that we play when it's like a Mac school or something, right? That's always like the most missable game. You don't want to miss the first game because that's oh, like that's the season kicker offer yes. kickoff where you're like, all right, it's going to be great. I wait. I, yeah, anything. Let's go play Semo or whoever. <laughs> just just to get just go to the stadium and get your fill of cyclone football college right. football and then obviously you can't miss the Cyhawk. that's that's blasphemous right yeah but I say, you know that you know that game is every other year in age so <laughs> would and we be recording this play. yeah yeah and then it's conference play and then you, you're not you don't want to miss any of that Especially now. I mean, maybe maybe back in the Paul Rhodes days, you're halfway through and you're just like, fuck this. So <laughs> like, eh, fuck it's that. a freaking game you end up missing the 2011 Oklahoma State game because you had a wedding that was moved to Friday, so it didn't mess up a football game. And then the football game got moved to Friday. And you find yourself driving back late at night just so you can at least celebrate afterwards. 
No. Weddings no. in the fall are a bad idea. I'll at least give your cousin credit on that one where they looked at the schedule and they moved their entire wedding plans from a Saturday to a Friday just to accommodate a football game. I know because it's always like who gets married on a Friday and who has a football game on a Friday and then they freaking happened together. And at least we've seen greater games than that now, but that the time that might have been one of the greatest. Only games. the only thing you know me and jinxes and and superstition that sort of thing. The only thing I'll yeah. say is your family has a hell of a record. So one of her cousins gets married when we beat Oklahoma State number two in the nation. Sure, completely out of left field. One of her other cousins got married the first time we won in Norman in God knows how long. And she was a Mackie. Wow. We were with, like, the Mackie family in, like, Lake City. Is that is that the one in 2017? It would have been the one where Kyle Kemp came in, whatever. Yeah, yeah that was 2017. Yeah. We were all staring at our phones, and I could see people be like, yes, with their fists. Oh, like, we, yeah. Yeah, we cheered the you may kiss your bride big time on that one. It, so now I'm just thinking, like, who else in your family can get married during a road game? Don't do it on home games anymore. A road game. Kiss the bride. Touchdown! Let's go! You better, you better get the fuck away from your Literally, though, you we walked out of the wedding, and everybody's like, yeah, how about them cyclones? Did you guys see that? Like, that's what happened when we walked who, out the door. Who's getting, who's getting married, uh, when is that? October 15th. You didn't have anybody getting married October 15th? Nobody lined up this fall. Nobody lined up? We'll find somebody. Make some friends. We got to beat Texas. Most of our friends like football. <laughs> what? What? Now, I got to – this is a question out of left, left field. What? <laughs> I'm not going to go all the way natty, but what would you give up Ooh. to have Iowa State go 12-0 and and win the conference? Oh, my. Oh. A perfect season. A perfect season with a the conference season. title. I'm not I'm not talking about title. obviously obviously we go to the playoff and whatnot. But I'm talking about like I I'm not talking about any of the results there because that's, that's pipe dream. Yeah. What would I give up? All right. <laughs> yeah. I hope it's not like a child or something. No, <laughs> I, I won't careful. say that. I won't say that. <laughs> you won't say that in front of Allison. <laughs> in front of Allison. <laughs> <laughs> that was a joke. That's why you have more than one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Here, um, here's our lazy kid. You can give me up, but I'm going to take you for everything you have. Well, there, is, there isn't. There definitely won't be much left after that bowl season. <laughs> oh man. Well. Oof. Well. Would you? Mm. Here, I'll say this. Here, yeah. I'll give you some options because you're you're trying to think. Here, I'm trying to think for would real. You, like, what would I honestly trade off for that? So, I I'll tell you this. You can we can have a perfect season, conference conference and regular season, no playoff. We're not talking about playoff, but you cannot watch the games live or go back and watch the replays ever in your entire life. That's fine. That. That's fine. That's fine. You'll take that. I'll take that. You know, there you honestly has to see of winning. There honestly has been a point in my life where I wondered if I was honestly the jinx. And <laughs> the fact that I went to the games was why we weren't winning them. That was in the middle of uh <laughs> was, was that, was that is one? it me, God? 
Is it? I think that was maybe towards the end of. Are you a hundred and some years old? Because it can't be you. No, it, it was maybe towards the end of the Paul Rhodes era, where it's like, well, like we would win when I would. <laughs> I can't remember the exact scenario, but long story short, I was starting to question: Should I not be here? <laughs> whatever it takes whatever it takes <laughs> whatever yeah I, I would i would wholeheartedly give a season up if that meant that my team was guaranteed to go undefeated that whole season and i never got to know more than you guys gotta remember that kevin yells from the stands thinking everybody's hearing them him oh i hear him well, well that's because you're standing next to him. See, if we bought more uh, well, tickets, I wouldn't yell so loud. Well, I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. We're all the way up in Section M, and we're not. That's not that far. But anyway, it's a beautiful view up there. When, when, it sure is. when Kevin, trust me, when Kevin yells, there's people down in the lower bowl that turn around and look up to where he's yelling. Because <laughs> every time he yells, I I look to see if anybody can hear him down there. There's always a couple ladies that look up. <laughs> So the message is getting received. Well, if, <laughs> if if everybody else would just yell like that, just think how loud the stadium. <laughs> yeah. There's been times where Kevin's uncles told him to maybe tone it down a bit. It didn't happen, but he told him to. Well. Yes, no fun. <laughs> well. Speaking of north end zone upgrades. Yeah. So when we wall that son of a bitch in with the mm-hmm. seats, watching that Texas game this weekend, I saw they had these terrorists like party platforms. I call yeah, party decks, I call them. Yes. We need to be doing that with the hillside. So the the north end zone needs to be cheap seats. That needs to be for Guys that just want to get wild, and they're and the, like family, room and the families too. Yeah, like everybody just let's let's get wild here. Stupid cheap seats, but then in the corners where you're trying to tie the stadium together, Texas had this terraced little they're uh, they're like grassy party decks. Do you know how wild a bachelor party or a just a, a group of buddies that just fly in because they haven't they used to go to Iowa State and they haven't been in a couple of years type of thing. Yeah, that'd be some sweet premium seating where you just get a experience. Would it be premium in the winter too? Or in the in the late fall? You're damned right it would be. It would, yeah. People would still come. Especially if it's like a like a premier I'm thinking like down in down in Austin. That you you gotta use those every game. Yeah, but if you line if you lined the front with like a bar rail, mm-hmm. and then had a uh, <laughs> LP fed fireplace, oh my gosh, that run you're the, getting a little extravagant here. This got a life of luxury with, here. Keep your hands. Do you know what? Premium. This is premium. What we fuck what your we corn. This is this is moving on up. You know what we need to do. Okay, so <laughs> what we need to do, we definitely need to bowl in the north end zone. But we, what we need to do um, subsequently with that, we need to do something about that press box. 
I'm yeah. looking at these. I'm looking at these games with all the press boxes. I'm like, our little dinky thing. Come on. You know what kind of money that takes? Oh, I know. It's an obscene amount of money. And you have to add sweets and all that kind of garbage. Yeah. So but, uh, uh, the, the problem that we, that we ran into, and I, it, that's, that's part of retrofitting an older stadium to make it all accommodate, mm-hmm. is the easy suites would have been between, you know, the, the top of the lower bowl to mm-hmm. put suites in that. Yes. And we didn't do that. And that's fine. It, it is yeah. what it is. It, you'd be better suited trying to figure out how you can, I don't know. How many people want to be in a luxury box anyways? You're not they at the game. Get that price. My I, I would probably guess, I would probably guess that some people that are in the suck up end zone club kind of wish that they had a sideline seat. Yeah. You know, I can that they got a sideline seat. Not not saying that the second Benzo club is like that. That's a party in there. They're yeah, having fun. That, you, the the watching the game is. Uh, I've sat in the bleachers when it was bleachers there. Mm-hmm. It's not the best view. Maybe yeah. towards the top of the Sucker Benzo zone, you're getting to where you can see better. But down mm-hmm. low, I remember what it was like to be ten rows up from the field in the end zone. It, you could not tell how well a play went or not until you heard the announcers tell you. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. those, those seats are just, they're corporate giveaways. The, yeah. I, I they're want, corporate giveaways. I, I, and, and so if I think you're, you're talking about a different fan there. Yeah. I'm I talking, agree with you. I'm it, would look, it would look yeah. uh, it, for aesthetics. It would look a hell of a lot better if we had a bigger press box running across that west side mm-hmm. i'm not talking about you necessarily need michigan where it's the whole damn sideline no. but something where hey you have mr and mr Do- mr and mrs donor and mm-hmm. they want they want to come in and not be freezing cold i just they, wonder, they, I just wonder is that something that is that something that even a wealthy Iowa State fan really wants, because in my in my opinion, and I'm I'm wrong plenty of times. In my opinion, the majority of Iowa State fans are kind of more of that working class mold, where even if you are even if you are uh, in a position to throw some cash around, don't you want to be in the elements a little bit? You know, well, you're, back, not, you're talking about the people. Those, I'm talking about. I'm talking about the people who only come kind of to watch the game, but they also come to talk to their friends. They're not going to be cheering loud. They hate that it's cold. They're always going to go back to their tailgate and sit there for basically the middle of the second quarter to the middle of the third quarter, sit in their car to warm up and then come back to the end of the game and leave if it's bad or they might as well be in, might as well be in an inside yeah. of an enclosed box. And they realize I hate the cold. They might as well be in a prex box because they're not gonna cheer anyway. That's true. And put them up there and then you can raise some money for the school. Those are fans that marry Iowa fans or Iowa's 
Yeah, mm-hmm. it, like their wives were Iowa fans or something, so they just don't really care. Well, so they a press box. So uh, well, they could be. I don't a know true if I totally agree with that. Yeah, they could be a true Iowa State fan, but not not dive right. That, uh, that's where I kind of struggle a little bit because you you're too passionate. Yeah, I I I, no, I, 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 I I like the game day way too much, and so I would never want to be boxed in. Because I yeah. See, at a football game, I love like I'm I'm in the crowd, but at a baseball right. game, I've been to a box before. It's much better in a box. Yeah. It sure it's much is. better in a oh box. Gosh, no, it's not. Yes, it is, dude. Yes, it, yes, is. it is. No, yes, it is. It's no, yes. Yes. lower section along the first baseline or the no. third baseline. Hell, no. they have carts full of food and desserts. Yes. And whatever you want, yes, you don't have to all pay, the food, like, dude. You're paying for all that food instead of paying. Yeah, I'm like, talking the about you Walmart get the price. food. Yeah, you get the food. You get all that. See, like at a baseball game, I'm kind of just there to hang out. Like a lot of people come for the right. football game, are just there to hang out. Baseball game, I'm totally just there to hang out and drink beer, right. and do whatever. And just enjoy the weather. Football, I am locked into what's going on. There's right. a lot of people. There's a lot of people who are just kind of there for the ride and enjoy the spectacle and being out and talking to their friends and in any fan base. And that's why I'm saying put them in the party place, put them in a booth, or put them on maybe one of those terraces or in the like a Benzone club. See, I haven't been and to get the movie. rowdy people out out in the open yeah. that are just want to just biting at the chain to take this motherfucker I do think that to a degree that time spent in the student section away from so I grew up in the lower bowl on around the 35 yard line and it was very family friendly uh-huh. you know I had extended family and everything we were all three generations of fans all sitting there and all that stuff. And it was, and we cheered and we yelled and people cussed and stuff like that. But those few years of being in the student section, it's been kind of hard to take some of that. <laughs> so some of that uh, rough around the edges fan out of me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and but that, that's the stuff that I like. Uh, it, it's it makes it more fun. I, I like yeah. I like being able to just shout whatever the hell is on the top of my mind. I mean, yeah, yeah. that's what you do. It's, that's it's the part of the fan experience. Need, yeah, that's why we need just to go to Bridgestone and the John Deere factory and all that kind of stuff, and just give tickets away for free for the north end zone whenever we build that and just cage it just cage it in just make it a big cage of a bunch of greasy dudes who are liquored up just just give them (laughs) hey every two two beers third beers on me and then get them get things and just going just a wall of greasy men just screaming fuck you spencer rattler <laughs> I like how you just painted. I like how you just painted every working man with a broad brush. And said, 
<laughs> you know what I'm saying? Get rid of your auto mechanic. Those types of dudes. Well, but what I will say is, and this part of why I appreciate that we've saved two hillsides up to this point. And mm-hmm. where our seats are, I'll bitch about how we've raised prices because when I was in the hillside or when I was in the South bleachers, those were hundred dollar season tickets at one point. And now we're mm-hmm. well beyond that mark. Oh yeah. And cause we're good now. And we're buying for. Yeah. But it was a per, five. but it was a per ticket. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and I'm not going to argue with that. I, I'm happy to pay. I think we're getting our values worth out of our seats oh, and all yeah. this great stuff, but oh, sure. it's really, it's really important to me that Iowa state has a very affordable option well, for fans. fans. This is how the little cyclone club, things like that, the hillside option, the, uh, having a seat, I think now that we've priced every actual seat out of what I would consider entry level, you can argue whether you, the corners are still entry level price or not. I don't think they're entry level, but if we could get ourselves an entry level section for people to figure out, is this what I want to commit my family's dollars to every fall? Mm-hmm. That's how you get these new families of fans. And I think Pollard's mm-hmm. done a great job doing that so far. I would like to see that continue. And, and I, it'd be a shame if Iowa State fell to the same trap that every other program seems to have fallen into, where you mm-hmm. price yourselves out of a sellout. You look at all these uh-huh. three-quarter full stadiums, these half-full stadiums, it's not because nobody wants to come. It's because you priced them out of it. I just, yeah, I'm about to say, I, I think, yeah, I, would I, to, I think, yeah. I would have to do the math on it um, to see like how much they're actually making and whatnot and how much it costs per person for the concessions and all that kind right. of stuff. And if you make money on this and whatnot, I, I don't know. I have no clue. And maybe you, they, maybe they price them out because then they don't have to hire as much concession workers. Or whatever, I, but I think, right. yeah, I and, don't know. And, and I and and I am sure that each of these universities ha- set their price points for yeah. a reason. They know how sure. many people are coming anyway. And, and and but but to me, you're hindering the long-term plan of your fan base. Yeah. Well, this this is what I'll tell you. How many fans have we brought in that didn't like Iowa State, that are big Iowa State fans now? Sure. And well, I've got plenty of I fans. can think of at least six people that mm-hmm. did not care one way or the other, or they were Hawkeye leans or whatever. We took them to a game. Yep. Mm-hmm. Some of them are season ticket holders now at Iowa State. And I mean, my have- friend. Yeah, and we did that off of uh, cheap tickets that, you know. Yeah. I'll, t- I'll tell you what. Right. I'll tell you what. The uh, the best thing that could possibly happen now is we beat Iowa this year. Because I, I've even seen from people that that I'm friends with that don't really care about sports, they kind of going, hmm, you guys are pretty good now. I yeah, my dad's like, man, y'all are good. Oh yeah, God. like my friend. Yeah, like I say, uh, the uh, uh, my friend, uh, she lives in Michigan now. She's like, yeah, I want to come to the homecoming game. So her and her boyfriend are coming out. 
Um, you, you guys will get to meet them. All right. Um, the is that the girl game, that but like is that the girl that witnessed the epic tirade after the Oklahoma State game in 2019? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that this yeah. girl came to one game. She came to that game, and she saw me just cussing in my car, just going crazy. <laughs> You're gonna throw the ball 62 fucking times. <laughs> I forgot about that. And like Brees Hall, that was, yeah, like, that was the game after Brees Hall just torched Texas Tech. He torched ass. Texas Tech, yeah. And we're all yeah. just like, give it a fucking Brees, please. And they didn't do it. But anyway, anyway. I forgot about this. God, oh. It's so fucking, it's so fucking infuriating. Out, that was so out. infuriating. And we like came back and we threw a pick. A pick <laughs> six. Oh my what gosh. The fuck? Oh man. Yeah, because I think. Don't even get, I'm starting yeah. to get mad about that game all of, it was three years ago. Yeah, that game was long ago. Let it go. <laughs> Let it go. Let it go. But you know what? We do have a game this week. We probably should talk about it. It was just like, like two <laughs> there's minutes. nothing to say, though. There's nothing to say. I mean, this is what I'll say. If the game, like, I would totally be fine with this. If we go there and Tom Manning hands the ball, well, it's not going to be him handing it. If he calls the play for Deggers to hand the ball off to Jirel up and down the field. We only see like five Iowa State drives. We get out of there with like a 17 to 10 victory. We go, we, that was all right. with that? I, well, I wouldn't love it, but I know that I'm kind of expecting it. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. We, we, like, are in, we are in such a letdown spot right now where we just beat yeah. this rival that we couldn't fucking get past. And there's an important and, home game the next weekend with the Baylor. next week. Right. And you get these puny little babies coming into town that you think you're just going to roll over. I would not be shocked if it's going to be run Jirel city. I hope, I hope it, I hope it's, uh, uh, well, I'm, I'm certainly expecting us to be run heavy to just milk this clock down after we control, but, but I, I want the second strings to be seeing minutes in this game. I agree. And I think, they, I think will. they will. I think they will. There needs to be there needs to be an emphasis by our staff to assert the dominance early. This is how these games get out of hand is when you don't do that. Uh-huh. Assert your dominance I mean, I early and then you can bring in the you can intermix those second string in with the first string so they can get real snaps with the real guys that they might be called into action with. I think we're I think we're gonna do that a lot more now. I mean shit, you got a guy like eight because here's the thing, we're still trying to figure out okay, who's the guys that we want to ride with? Because all right, Jalen Noel, he's a starter. X obviously he's the starter. But then that third spot, and I was kind of thinking, okay, this might this might actually be happening. I mean we talked about this before the season. Where who's going to be that third guy? Now is the question. Before we're still, I mean, Demetri Stanley. He's he's looked. He's his routes have been okay, but he's dropped some balls and he's not the best pass. He's not the best blocker, even and, when he's and, blocking. And right. what he's got, he has one year of eligibility, and so yes, 
And, and so how long do you, I'm not trying to write him off, but it's no, truth. No. It, there is a difference. Between like, how long are you going to have? Yeah. yeah. There, there's right. a difference between the transfer that's a sophomore and a transfer that has one year of eligibility left. Yeah. We, well, not only, yeah, I mean, it's between Aiden Bitter, who has yeah. been on the team since he, he came in Hunter yeah. Becker's year. So he's yeah, a sophomore he, or a junior, right? He's yeah. Well, technically, by eligibility, he still has four years left, so he could be like a freshman. So if it's a wash, you give it to the young guy. Well, if he's performing, I mean, I I saw a couple plays from him. I'm like, who? We Ooh, saw man, one for sure where it was like, oh, baby, that kid. Yeah. I mean, that that play was such a pivotal play because they they ran up to the line, and the Iowa defense didn't thought they were going to review it, and then we just threw it at X, and X caught it. Right. That was, that and was then, a beautiful throw. And then we, got a, then we got a field goal out of that. I was going to say, we, it's too that, bad that throw wasn't about seven yards deeper. <laughs> man. But, but, I mean, like I say, I, I – I am not in any shape to start thinking about writing off Dimitri Stanley because right. I, I still believe that okay. in his talent and stuff, but we're getting closer to that time where I, I think these game reps need to start meaning a little more for him. Oh yeah. This, this is the game well, where you need to prove it. You need to prove this weekend yeah. who's going to play because yeah. next weekend we got right. Baylor. It's conference and play and it's conference play. It matters. Next conference weekend, play and actually everything will be set. Yeah. Next weekend is a huge freaking game. It's a huge game. Yeah. I mean, you got you want to start off one and oh instead of own one conference. And if you're gonna win the conference or go to the championship, you have to beat Baylor. As it yep. seems today. You gotta beat the defending champ. Yeah. As it seems today. Maybe they suck. I don't know. And Baylor has so much speed. That's it. Like they, it's like a freaking track team. I hope it fucking rains. Team. I hope it fucking rains the night before, so that field's nice and wet, and they think, all that gets mitigated. I think it's time for them to come up to the snow. Rip up that brand new turf. Yeah, right. <laughs> Baylor playing in the cold. Apparently, they don't have to. That's how the schedule always no plays out. It's so dumb. It's so dumb. Yeah, why is it? Yeah, why is it that our Big Twelve North opponents uh, end up getting scheduled late? It seems like now that's changed a little more recently. It's changed. Yeah. It's changed. We we're playing Texas Tech second to last week. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, but Texas Tech is kind of the ugly sister. Yeah, but of the we bunch. finally got to play Texas later. Yeah, that was in November. In November, yeah. yeah. Which so, I think it yeah. ended up being fairly nice. Anyway, about Ohio. Oh, yeah. about how, about Ohio. The, how about Ohio? This is what I'll tell you. <laughs> this is what I'll tell you. If our def- if our offense isn't pushing them around, pushing their defense around, and Jirel's not getting six yards a clip, it's going to be a long afternoon. <laughs> However, yep. from what I saw last weekend, they should Jirel should be going chunk, 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 chunk. Yes. If we do, if we're getting, if we're getting crazy, if we're getting crazy, and we're just starting to throw it around the yard and it's going incomplete, I'm going to start getting mad. We got to hand it off to Jirel until that doesn't work anymore. Right. Like he he was excellent last week, and the offensive line was excellent. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. I this is one of those games where I'll be like, all right, fine, just fucking score touchdowns, hold them to n- nothing, or field goals. 
and just get out of there because I know that we're not going to be going crazy. We're I not sure. going to be hiding anything, but we're not going to be going crazy. I, I sure as hell just, don't remember our uh, our offense moving the ball against Iowa last year like we did this year. No. I mean, no, there's no, no, nah, man. And we did it in their house. And, and there wasn't, yeah, there and wasn't, it wasn't like they were, it wasn't like they were booing and being quiet, booing their offense and then being quiet on defense. They were no. still being as aggressive as a crowd. Like it wasn't, a, it wasn't a nonchalant, just do what you like, non conference game. That was still a hostile Iowa City. And yep. we marched right down their fucking throats and just didn't finish the business enough times to really do what we should have been doing. You know how we drive stall out at the goal line. Well, but yes, I, I'm, I'm excited about this offense. They're they're they've proven. Yeah. Everything. Every time I've talked, every time I've talked to somebody this week, they, they've said, Oh, we should have beat them by 24. We should have beat them by whatever. And we all know that. I mean, because they could not stop our offense unless we threw it to them or whatever. Or we were backed up. Our punt got blocked. Bullshit like that. Mm -hmm. Well, that's kind of what, to a degree, that's what our defense does too. Yeah. Yeah, it's frustrating as hell. It really, it really is. I mean, <laughs> you said it. We won, and I was still annoyed. It's like, yeah, I, you were... I know that we <laughs> should have won by a hell of a lot more, and it came down to that, and it took me about 30 minutes or well, more to finally come off. Of- when you have five turnovers in a game, and I, as I said before, I categorize punt blocks as turnovers. When you have five t- turnovers in a game, and you give them good field positions, mm-hmm. then, and you're coming away with the win. That's a big win, especially with the rival, especially with, somebody, especially with somebody whose defense is that. I mean, like their offense is booty, but their defense, yep. they have a good defense. They have a really good defense. Those four linemen, they're legit, especially that Lucas Van Ness guy. Those guys are Dude, legit. their front seven is elite. Like Yes. Yes. Man. Their, um, offense was really, to be honest, a pretty much just as bad last year but there's I to- I do not agree with that. I think, I think this offense is, well, this offense is historically bad. This offense is and fucking terrible. We did have different weapons last year. We we were we held them last year very well, but they weren't they it wasn't like they couldn't complete a single fucking pass. That's true. Yeah, like I mean, in all the had- rankings like Sure. Yeah, they they Fuck. Petrus threw a nice ball to Charlie Jones last year that they scored on, mm-hmm. and like then they uh, I can't remember the other ones, but I mean they had Tyler Goodson and he I was all remember the other ones. Yeah, well, anyway, but I, I the thing about let's talk about Ohio for a little bit. The, the thing about Ohio is they have a pretty good offense comparatively for what the level that they play at mm-hmm. their quarterback's pretty good but the thing i think this defense is just too good i think our yeah. defense is too good I, I think our our line and our linebackers our front six if you could if you will i think those guys are too too tough to do anything against they're gonna have trouble running the ball against them 
and our our cornerbacks have really stepped up since the first drive of the first game. Like Miles Purge is. They threw flags on him on Saturday that weren't even pass interference. And TJ Tampa has looked excellent. So I'm I'm not worried yeah, he at really all. Does. I've been pretty impressed with him. Oh yeah. I I think that this is the this is the first time in a while where both cornerbacks are really solid and I would go, okay, who are you gonna throw it? It's been a it's been a couple of years since that. Probably since 2018 when they played PV and Anthony Johnson next to each other. Yep. So uh, that's like a long time for for a while, for like de- a decade. So Ohio is definitely a better offense than Iowa. Trotted yes. out for us. Yes. How, they ste- yeah. how much better do you think uh, they are than Semo? Slightly better. Slightly. I think I here's the thing. I think that there's a mixture for the SEMO offense where we didn't know that that guy could run at all. We didn't prep for that at all. We right. have game we have game tape of Ohio and we know much better what those guys are because we have actual tape right. of games that were on ESPN some form of ESPN. Like that guy that De, De Laurent or whatever his name was. Yeah. There was zero tape on him. Wasn't zero. That, wasn't that the same scenario when we played you and I and McIlvain was their quarterback? Right. We had we had a, a bunch complete of unknown, and then it turned out he was a, this dual threat runner. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. It turned out the twenty nineteen game. Oh. Mm-hmm. That game was so ugly. <laughs> oh my gosh. That game was terrible. That game was awful. Oh, that game was off. I want to puke. So. Yeah, I I'm not trying to bring up bad dreams or whatever, but it kind of, it kind of, oh. it kind of felt that way. In that you just don't have a damn clue who you're coming up against. Right. <sighs> that there's one guy in that in that game that I. <laughs> Let's just say that it's the last time that I like actually. <laughs> Never mind. I'm not going to say it. Oh my god! Keep it to yourself. You're not going to say. I'm going to keep. I'm not. I'm going to keep it to myself. But that was. There was one guy. One guy in particular in that game where I was very frustrated. (laughs) (sighs) And if I were to say it, people would. People would be like, "Uh, yeah, I fucking remember." But I'll tell you guys after. Um, But yeah. For the Ohio <laughs> game, I really I think this is going to be one of those. All right, nice. It's going to be one of those games where we're like, okay, we're never in doubt. I don't know what the final score will be. It might be close. It on paper, it might be a blowout on paper. But I think it's going to be one of those games where we we come in. We we might start out slow. Who knows? But we come in. We just do the Matt Campbell special. Beat them. Get out. And go. Yeah we'll play Baylor next week and people will be doubting us go playing Baylor because we didn't put up a million points, Sure, but it's right. one of the games and that the Matt Campbell just, yeah, one of those clean games where Matt Campbell just goes, all right, that was fun. Good job, boys. Yeah. The Fiesta Bowl, like the Fiesta Bowl in 2020 was the epitome of what mm-hmm. I think of when I think of Matt Campbell football, where yeah. you, you, yep. you prove to the coaching staff that we are not going to lose. 
and then mm-hmm. and then you run that clock down. Well, it, it, yep. probably a better example not to one up you. But if you re- if you remember the 2020 Texas Tech game where the like oh yeah Aiden Bowman or whatever his name not yeah. Aiden Bowman the Allen Bowman wrong quarterback Allen Bowman couldn't do shit yep. <laughs> just couldn't do shit and they had to bring in that Henry Columbia guy at the end and he was starting to run around a little bit and make it interesting but he didn't really but it didn't matter at that point. It didn't matter. We like that game. It, the game was in hand from the first quarter, right? And they they knew it. And yeah, <laughs> that was one. Oh, that's, I always want to ask like the opposing fan of like, you know, you're not going to win this game, even though that you're you're like within scoring, you're within a couple touchdowns of competing in this game, but you know you're not going to do it. <laughs> How does that feel? Those oh, I, I, I actually, I'll ask my own question. It feels like playing fucking Iowa. Those are some of my favorite games. Yeah. Um, yeah. Is the late November games when yeah. the weather's shit and it's like at meh opponent, you know, and mm-hmm. so there's a few empty seats. And over in section M, for those that don't know, the upper deck visitor section is one section over from us. Mm-hmm. there's there's one section of home fans and then it's the visitor section and Man. some of the best conversations i've had whether they appreciate it or not i don't know i've usually got a pretty good buzz on is going over there and just talking to the opposing fans mm-hmm. and <laughs> the, the one that comes to mind is a k-state game where we were losing when I, when I went over there because the other people in my group had all left to go party in the parking lot instead of watching okay. us lose, only to watch us come back around and win. 2018. That yep. must have been it. Yep. And <laughs> talking to those fan bases, though, while you're seeing your team just lay into them, and there have been a couple of where it's the sleeper hold situation. <laughs> it's miserable. It's miserable for them, but they won't know. They won't ever let on. They just stop talking after that sort of. Just Mike Rose grabs that ball and goes in the end zone. They're like, eh, "We're not friends with you anymore, Cam." Yeah, right. <laughs> but but it's, it's too late because I'm already here. You're already there. <laughs> that probably my favorite game of that was probably comes from Paul Rhodes when we shut out Texas. Because you see all these Texas fans come. <laughs> come and they're going to root on their team and they're like we're going to at least we'll watch them beat this team because they were pretty bad that year this thing at least we'll watch them beat this team and then you just watch them never score and iowa state score like a couple touchdowns and you just see all these fathers with their little kids who are trying to show their little kid a victory just look at which is a face of sadness and just going oh (laughs) better like next year and the kids were just the kids were sobbing because i know that this is this is just an absolute terrible ohio preview but i don't really care Uh, it's ohio it's ohio so it's it's funny you just mentioned the you just mentioned the texas fans and so a lot of times with Texas and Oklahoma and I suppose to a lesser degree, the other fan bases, they are people that live in the state of Iowa that mm. grew up fans here and they're just transplants. 
So or they or it was the only game on TV. Through through right. my um, junior high, middle school, junior high, and high school years, my me and my brother, we spent all of the games in the hillsides. That's where our tickets were. Mm-hmm. And, and so you'd go to the Texas games and the Oklahoma games, and there would be hillsides just filled with the wrong team's colors. Yeah. Because that's where those fans would go. And so we'd just be in there. And so watching Iowa State take Texas to the cleaners is just absolutely fantastic. Because I had to listen to grown men with their kids giving me shit as some like 14 year old kid. (laughs) Yeah, it finally came back around. Finally came back around. Iowa State put a a product on the field. Well, I was about to say, they put a product on the field because, like, it's sort of like, you know, on campus. Like, sometimes, like, the players used to get mad because people used to wear um, other schools, um, people used to wear other schools' hoodies. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm not going to lie. I was guilty. I was guilty of wearing my Florida hoodie on campus. You son of a like. I mean, but like to be, I mean, during like Georgia, it was like there's not really much like you know to cheer for. Eric wore his Oregon jersey too, so like, hey, don't throw me under the bus. There it is. There it is. (laughs) No, I need to take. I need to take my comment back. Well, I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. I'll tell you how bad we sucked. I bought an Oregon jersey my junior year. Yeah, he bought a Anthony Thomas Oregon jersey. <laughs> I don't know what to even say to that. Hey, oh, it's called win. I'm a I'm Iowa State through and through. Fuck Oregon now. Hey, Stealing our players and we kicked their ass. Hey, that that team had done Kev. shit. We could have been wearing Hawkeye. We could have been wearing Hawkeye stuff. You, you should have saw the amount of Hawkeye stuff. Oh my god, like, he's unbearable. I was stuff on campus bad. all the time. At least I didn't do that. I was rooting for Iowa State. Yeah. And then, I'd, then I'd go back to my dorm and watch Oregon. I threw Right, up. same thing. I watched Florida. Is like, it? Actually, I... Yeah, you've already said that. Yeah. Have you, did, uh, did you guys, did any of you see the video? I have not looked to see if there's video or not. Um, apparently, the Barstool people did something in yeah. Iowa City. So they were, yeah. They did, yeah, I can explain this. Yeah. They were doing like a, they were basically doing their version of game day. Right. And the, the, the host of the Unnecessary Roughness podcast, that's their, that's Barstool's big, uh, um, uh, college football podcast. There's a, the guy, Brandon Walker, and then one of his co hosts, Casey Smith, who's pregnant, um, announced that she was pregnant a couple weeks ago. And it was, pr- it's pretty obvious because that's all she talks about. And then, uh, then Dave Portnoy, who's who's the founder of it, and Big Cat, they were all doing this big thing at I in Iowa City with like five hundred people there. And then they start throwing beer cans, and they hit the pregnant lady in the head. Like, I mean, they're becoming. I mean, we are. They already are the stereotype, but they're just showing that they're proving it. They're proving it, right? I that mean, fan base is disgusting. And I mean, we've, we talked to a lot of people who are brand new Iowa state fans or this was their first time coming to tailgate two weeks ago. 
And they all asked him, uh-huh. are you going to the game next week? And we told him, no, fuck that place. No, and I want to go. I, 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 I want to go because I want to be in the stadium. And fuck that. Be a part of it. But I, I, I do not agree with the covert ops Iowa State fan. No, me neither. But I right, understand right, right, like, why people door. would be tempted to do that just so that they don't get fucking full cans of beer thrown at them on their way in. And who knows yeah, what while so they're weird. in there. I mean, I've yeah. been to, I mean, I went to every stadium, like in, in yeah. the Big Ten, most of them. I've been to most of the Big Ten stadiums. I mean, going as an Indiana fan, and I went to Purdue. Where Purdue and Indiana is a big rivalry. Right. Now they were they were yelling at each other in the stands, but they were both going at it, both both sides. Yeah, and you give yourself a bad time, whatever. Yeah, if you're going to Rossade Stadium in Indiana colors, yeah, they, there might be some comments, like joking comments or whatever. If you're just walking by, people go ew ew. Right. Nothing nothing threatening though. And then, but you're not going to get a beer like dumped on you. Yeah, but like, like you're not going right. to get like shit thrown at you, even at Notre Dame. When like, X, that shit doesn't happen anywhere. When X caught that pass, they literally threw shit on the field. They threw, it's, yeah. What the fuck is like? It's I can't even. Like, I, if I that happens at Iowa State. I hope they kick that fan out. And, and this oh, is why. Right. This is why the the whole. You're a fan of Iowa because you shop at Walmart. Comment comes out. It's because yep. it, it's not because people that shop at Walmart are trash. It's because trash goes to uh, is a fan of Iowa. I'm not going to say that every yep. Iowa fan is a trash fan because I know plenty of good Iowa fans. But I don't. But I I I, I do. I'll say that I do. But I know we, you. Yeah. We we've been at Iowa Iowa State. Uh, Friday night before parties and have fast food fucking thrown at us yeah. in Ames mm-hmm. by Iowa fans. It's like th- there is a segment of that fan base that is completely ruining the entire country's ex entire football watching country's opinion of that whole university. Well, and- it's a, here's the thing. It's a big portion. It, well, I mean, it's, it's definitely the minority, but it's not, a tiny, teeny, tiny, little minority. No, it, it's a noticeable. It's a noticeable amount yeah. enough to where everybody. It's a stadium full yeah. of booing people, booing their own fucking quarterback. That's Min- pathetic. Quarterback. Yeah, Minnesota fans have a have a chant that they'll do about how they hate the Hawkeyes when they're not even playing Iowa. Why does Minnesota do it? Oh, because they're a big rival. No, because you're douchebags. That's why. Right. You're all a bunch of douches. <laughs> And that's right. that's what I'm trying to get across is like <laughs> for for a Mississippi. So Brandon Walker, the the host of the Unnecessary Roughness podcast, and kind of the host of the barstool event that they had there. For him to go to Iowa City as a Mississippi State fan and go there on purpose, not just because it's Hawk, but he wanted to go there to piss off the Iowa fans because he fucking hates them. For a Mississippi State fan to hate the Hawkeyes, they have to be assholes. Because it has to be noticeable right. enough where he can, where he can, three sixty five days a year, talk about how much he hates your fan base. I mean, these people are it's it's disgusting. It's disgusting. It's so fucking dumb, and I'm so glad that we beat them. 
And yeah, yep. and, and so <laughs> that's I I guess I don't know where I'm getting at with this. And here again, this is just gonna be another episode that has a segment of it about Iowa and not yeah not Iowa State and everybody else, but that's fine. <laughs> it's the Ohio preview. It's the Ohio preview. It's the Ohio preview. If it was the, the Ohio preview, preview, we wouldn't be even touching it. Right. Oh no. Nah. So so Eric, you mentioned to me uh in the other day's episode asking yeah. if the Iowa game changed my thoughts on my 11 and one prediction preseason on Iowa state. Sure. And I said, no, I didn't think it did. I, I, I still maintain that thought because well, one, I'm superstitious too. I'm an optimist, but I'm curious to hear the rest of your guys' thoughts then. On on, uh, on yours on, or on mine? On, on on Iowa State's standing in the Big Twelve now that still more or less no one has played a conference game, but maybe a couple of them have played one. In yeah. Virginia and KU. Kansas, yeah, Kansas. Is at this the top is what I'll team. tell you. Kansas. This is what I'll tell you. I'll tell you. I'll tell you point blank. We're not losing at home. We're going to beat Oklahoma and Baylor. No, Jack Trice is a fucking fortress. We're not we're not losing at home. Yeah. We're gonna beat all five of those teams. And then we're gonna go on the road. We're gonna beat TCU because they're bums. We're gonna beat KU. That might be a harder game than I thought, but we're still gonna beat them. The other two games, I don't know. I don't know. And I put chalked them up, yeah. up at losses. We'll see what happens with Texas. If we lose at Texas, so, I'm gonna be bum. I wanna beat them, but I I just right. I mean it, it is what it is. I think I think they're more put together this year than they were last year, but that will be remain to be seen. Um, and then losing to Oklahoma yeah. State, that might flip to a victory. Depends on what happens, but because I think their defense has fallen off ever since they lost it, lost Jim Knowles to Ohio State. But uh, I mean, still, they still have an offense. They still have Mike Gundy. So I, I, I really do think yeah. we might go ten and two this year. I yeah, like yeah, I, I agree. I that the ten and two record that I picked, I know um, I said eight and four, but now I'm actually yeah. more. And this Iowa game has changed my mind. I think that we're going to be closer towards ten and two. I got to ask you, Kevin. Yeah. We lose that game to Oklahoma State. Is it your fault? If that's the sure. only one. <laughs> sure, it's my fault. I I I marked it with ten. <laughs> It's it's too late. I cannot erase it. We only lose that game. And granted, we are going to the Big Twelve Championship, but um, you will be cussing yourself out because you're like, no, we can't go to the fucking playoff. Fuck. Uh, you, you you say that you say it, and I, I I literally am smiling right now just thinking about it. <laughs> so okay. if, if we go if we go to the championship game, just fucking take it. I, I I'll make my own shirt that says it's my fault we lost this game. <laughs> it's my fault we lost to Oklahoma State. It's my fault we didn't go to the playoff. Honestly, though, if we win like eleven and one or whatever, we would probably have that one loss to a stupid team that we could have beat. So oh, I, I disagree. Texas, it cannot be Texas. But it, I mean, it literally it. If we win that, we would probably be like all these teams that we shouldn't even be competing with. And we're going to lose to Kansas. We lose to- we're not going to lose to Kansas. 
or Texas Tech or te- something stupid because that's what we do. I think Kansas might be close, but I don't think we're going to lose to them. Yeah, like they actually do make me a little nervous, though. They, yeah, I, I'm terrified of the running quarterback. Terrified. Yeah, but well, maybe that's when the four two five comes out. Well, so this is, anyway, all right. How, how about let's let's talk about uh, who are we playing? Ohio. Ohio. Um, let's talk. All right, let's do a quick hitter. What's your score prediction? <laughs> Considering I don't know anything about them. Yeah. Um, I'm decent offense, say, subpar defense. Okay, I'm going to say that we win 35 to 10. Sheesh. Okay. What about you, Doug? My prediction is 34 to 6. Six. You want to throw one in, Allison? Just throw a number out. None of us know. <laughs> Um, let's go with a million to two. No, we got a safety. I'm gonna go ahead and <laughs> we lost. <laughs> I'm gonna give them 13. I'm okay, give them two field goals and a touchdown. Jeez, and okay. I'm gonna go ahead and say we, we definitely get at least one field goal. I'm gonna go 27. 27 to 13. Now, that's probably the most realistic out of all of them. Well, wait till I say my, I I got 24 to 10. Yeah. And I know, I know Kevin will be mad at that one, but I'm, I'm going to say it's a, it's a, it depends on the context. Never in doubt, it's a never in doubt 24 to 10. Yeah. No, I I can appreciate that. Mm hmm. We'll score our second touchdown in the middle of the second quarter. And then, yeah. If it, and if, then it is, if it is 14 to 10 at the beginning of the fourth quarter, I'm going to be fucking pissed. <laughs> it won't be. Don't worry. Because that's that's when <laughs> those score lines have a pissed off fan base. We, we are totally jinxing this game. That, mean, but, that means starters are in at the beginning of the fourth. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And people are getting hot. <laughs> okay. Who's your player of the game? Player of the game against Ohio. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with an offensive player. Okay. I'm probably going to go with. Uh... Who are you going with? <laughs> I don't know. I can't. I, I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna take the pussy way out and say an offensive player. Oh, okay. Somebody's gonna well, keep, th- keep thinking on it. We'll come back to you. All How right. about you, Kevin? All right. I'll price switch to defense. I but... am going to switch to defense. Yeah. <laughs> just well, after I started thinking about it, I'm like, yeah. I, I, I am going to. Who? Jarrell's not going to see minutes after he settles the win. I'm gonna. I'm going to give it to – yeah, I, I think I'm still going to give it to Jarrell. Yeah. He's just going to put up numbers, and then it'll be mercy minutes after that. And so mm-hmm. uh, another one of the backs could be an honorable mention. Who knows? It depends on when yeah. comes. What about you, Tyler? Uh, my player of the game we will the be – um, what did you say? I said we left the quarterback open. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I am going to go with uh, 
Um, Will McDonald. I think. Okay. Yeah, get I after think, it. I think he'll have. Yeah, but say I think he'll have like two sacks and he'll force. He'll wake up. Yeah. Yes, that's what I want to see. He'll wake up. Yeah, they won't be able to stop him. SEMA wasn't really able to stop him either. They just they figured out a way to just put bodies against him. And I don't think we um, pushed the issue too much either. No, no, no. Once we started to realize that their quarterback could run a little bit, we we got more conservative and definitely spied him more. Yeah. So, um, yeah. I'll probably go with my my player of the game. Um, I'll probably go with Jirel just because I think we're going to pound the ball a lot, a lot, a lot. Okay. I might, I might go, I might go with Trevor Downing because I think he'll have a big game. But I don't think that it'll. I think it'll be noticeable how good he is. But I think that it will be Jirel stealing the show. I think it's um, hard how, as a how does lineman. an offensive lineman get the yeah. Whether that's right, wrong, or otherwise. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah, it, 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 I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm just, it's hard. It's go, just that. Yeah. Go back and watch that Iowa game. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll go back and watch here in a little bit. Go back and watch that game and watch the the massive holes that he gets some of the time. You'll just be like, holy shit, Trevor Downing's moving people. I just think a lot of people underappreciate what it takes. Like you. I do. You, I know that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I'm I'm quick to complain about the line, but I don't really yeah. know what the fuck's going yeah, on. Yeah, when when our guys aren't doing shit, you're like, what the fuck? And then you're like when the running backs getting tackled that the line is screaming, what the fuck is wrong with the line? And then when they're breaking long runs, look at them go. Yeah, it's all yeah, the running backs that's true. getting yeah, no, I I, I wholeheartedly admit that <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about. You know, I'd probably also say that the other side of the ball, if I were to have a player of the game, maybe to compete with Jirel, I'd probably say Isaiah Lee. He's been excellent so far. Um, all those interior guys, J.R. Singleton has been excellent as well. Um, but, yeah, it'd probably either be Isaiah Lee or J.R. Singleton, wherever he plays. So, Right. See, I'll, I'll – I hear Iowa fans complaining about their offensive line. And <laughs> shut your mouth. <laughs> and, 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 and I, I guess we'll find out. We'll find out. We'll find out, right? But that was a hell of a display that our offensive or our defensive line put on against what I think is normally a very good offensive line. They got talent. And I mean, yeah, was was it the top end of what Iowa's ever put out? Not necessarily, but I don't care. That still means they're a good offensive line. I mean, MJ MJ Anderson totally just made one of their guys who's like a really good talent. I think he's really talented. Just made him look like a little boy. Just a little little boy out of him right at the end of the game. And then got a f- stripped it for a fumble, strip sack, and then we got a foul because apparently he lined up offsides, and then we got another foul because we are all excited that we won the fucking game. Ugh, <laughs> stupid fucking refs. Anyway, <laughs> well, that's and good. we won that game. By the way, I'm getting so mad about a game that we won. <laughs> well, yeah, should have killed him. Shouldn't have come down to a field goal. Big twelve. So. Yeah, 
<laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll just, I won't say anything about the Browns. Well, we yeah, we have enough weeks to bitch about them later. Anyway, all right. Well, that's your Ohio preview. <laughs> yeah, if if you're coming to the game, there it is. Message if you want to drink a beer at halftime. Yeah. Yeah, and if you were looking for a real preview, you can probably find that at some other podcast. Here's 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 your synopsis of the preview. If it's close, we're fucking up. <laughs> well, that's basically be it. if we're yeah, talking I if mean, we're talking about winning double digit games is at, at at the top end. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Ohio. Yeah, sorry, Ohio. You're, yeah, you're sorry, on- Ohio. Mm-hmm. You're on the chopping block. So anyway, that's your episode. All right. We'll see you guys. (laughs) Go Cyclones. Go State. Go State. See you guys. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.